0: It's time once again for the Passion to Succeed podcast, where we explore the traits, mindsets, and attitudes of passionate and successful individuals. This show is for anyone who wants to make a difference, make more money, learn from the greatest minds, and discover how to be more successful in all you do and doing it with a pure passion to succeed. Here's your host, serial entrepreneur, successful author, and the world's most passionate master coach, Craig White.
1: Okay, guys, uh, welcome to uh, this Zoom call. I am ridiculously stoked uh, to have this guy, uh, Rob Sperry, online with us today. Um, Many of you, if you haven't heard of Rob Sperry um, over the last couple of years, where have you been in network marketing? I think maybe I've been asleep. I actually met Rob um, at the back end of last year, saw him speak for the first time and really, really resonated with me. And the stories, and I think you you hear often, though, storytellers are the best networkers and you can see why rob has massively succeeded in network marketing being recognized as the number one coach in 2017 in america in network marketing and i I think that's a really cool accolade so i feel really stoked privileged to to have you online with us today my man how are you
2: i'm great i'm a i am great i am I got to hear you speak and i was like oh my goodness this this legend here like you got so much power emotion up there confidence like so i naturally just migrate to it and it's been fun getting to know you better and we're always trading voice messages and i'm just excited and honored to be on
1: hey man i really appreciate that the beginning of a, a new friendship and, and journey let's see uh, what the future brings i'm sure much much more fun and adventure and, and shenanigans hey look, you um you you've been really successful in the industry and how did you i mean obviously this show is going out to, to a following of people in the entrepreneurial world, not just in network marketing, but my my passion, my niche has been networking for, for nearly 20 years now. How did you get involved in the industry? Because I know many people stumble into the business and I guess your journey's been quite epic and now you get to contribute on a really wide scale. So yeah. I mean Yeah, I mean the
2: short version, because all the time, right, when we're sharing things like this, it's like we're giving the highlight version. Of everything, and people are just like, "Oh, I can't do that. I, I, I just don't have the style. I don't have the personality." Right? They may watch you may watch Craig on stage, and it's the whole. It's cliche when I say this, but cliches are cliches for a reason because they're timeless principles, right? And it's like, "Oh, I, I'm just not as good as Craig." The problem is, is it's the whole we we compare our chapter one, two, or three to someone else's chapter twenty, or thirty, or forty, or fifty. I feel like I'm in chapter I don't know. 110 or something random like that because when i started out it was about 12 years ago i was a guy that i was running a tennis club that's what i was doing i taught tennis i played semi-professional tennis i played college tennis i'm running this tennis club i'm the wannabe entrepreneur of i want to create my own businesses but i wasn't doing anything i was just working in my mind and i'm picking all these successful people's brains like literally two people sold their companies for over a billion dollars. Wow. It's a tennis club, right? Highly successful people. And I'm asking, what'd you do? How'd you make your money? And one of these individuals actually did network marketing. He had made over $20 million. He's one of the legends in network marketing. Now he's made over $30 million. And I taught his kids tennis for three years, didn't even know what he did. I thought he worked corporate for the network marketing company and was just retired. I thought he had ownership. Wow. And he's the one that approached me. And it made sense for me. But even still i'm going to give you the highlight version of the successes but even still i want you to know my first two days i fake invited one person fake invited is where you tell them you're so excited about what you're doing and you hope they're okay. going to do it for joy and join you but you yeah. don't actually invite them yeah pretty stupid my fifth month in the business i worked 80 hours a week because i had quit my job too soon i didn't know the difference between bonus income and residual income so i quit my job like a complete idiot way too soon And uh, I made less than 400 U.S. dollars for the month. I could have gone to work at McDonald's and I would have been filthy rich compared to that. And so those are some of the lows. I did become the number one recruiter out of a million distributors. Phenomenal experience. I built uh, my business, my teams to 40 plus countries. Uh, So I I got that international experience. But even still, I didn't feel comfortable speaking on stage for seven years years literally i'd made millions of dollars and i still felt crazy just i don't know not confident not myself i'm naturally an introvert i'm the dude on a plane with a hoodie sunglasses headphones on right like don't make eye contact with me <laughs> we shouldn't teach that i know opposite of what we should teach so that's that's like the short short abbreviated version then several years ago i transitioned into consulting for companies coaching for companies and teams and top leaders and doing masterminds and, and, um, all of the fun stuff. So speaking all, all the good stuff. So I transitioned to that several years ago and not part of any company, hundred percent generic. And this is my laser focus now. And I've had a ton of fun.
1: Yeah, you may, you can feel it and you see it like, you know, when I saw you speaking on stage, that passion to influence and contribute is is crystal clear. And, and certainly you can see it sits at the foundation of of everything that you're doing, which is really, really great. And I love as well, you, you always talk about your family and you've got, you, you got like a good balance in your household, right? You've got two little boys and two little girls. I, I guess that's balance in the best way possible. Yeah,
2: it's balance. And you were seeing them fighting last night. You said <laughs> there's total balance, right? On the complete opposite side, it's got the 14 year old totally teasing the nine year old and won't stop. And, uh, but yeah, I've got a 14 year old, 12 year old, nine year old and five year old. And as, as you know, my favorite quote of all time is die with memories, yeah. not with dreams. We did seven family vacations. Uh, each of the last two years and we're about to head on a family vacation as you know later today Mm -hmm. and so for me that's what it's all about and then i leave with my wife to new zealand two weeks from today and then australia so it's like 10 days of fun two days of work yeah and that's what the whole purpose so i'm obsessive like this week it's been insane amount of hours of work but i invest in my loves Mm -hmm. and i divest from my likes i invest in i'm obsessed with my loves which is doing stuff with my family, doing stuff right, my wife included, mm-hmm. right, separately, wife, you know, and then sometimes with the kids, yeah. and then fulfilling with my talents and trying to get better and providing, making a difference in the world. And so, I've just doubled down on the things that I love and tried to get rid of more and more of the things that I like.
1: Beautiful. So you talk about, I mean, obviously you have a, you're a passion for family, a passion for adventure, and you know, you talk about, you know, die with memories, not dreams, and, and I love that. And I know in, in your book, uh, The Game of Networking, you know one of the, the principles, the first thing you talk about is this why factor, the desire. So this is obviously, it's still a driver for you today. How, What, you know, and, and I want to ask you about one to a thousand mentality as well, because I think, you know, the, you know, I know you've got a new book coming out, you might want to touch a little bit on that for us. Um, uh, the Conquering, uh, The Game of Conquering, sorry. Um, beautiful. <laughs> I haven't got that, I've got this one, mate. <laughs> epic um Set, so
2: yeah just right after i'll yeah, send literally. you one next week right when i get back
1: yeah top man top man so you know let, let's talk about sort of desire and why i guess you know that in essential kind of emotional drive that people need right
2: yeah 100 percent. i actually dive into this i call it the conquerors formula inside of my next book the game of conquering and it's funny because that's just a great transition because you didn't even know that because you haven't read it yet. But I go over four different principles for one to have success in anything in life. And I challenge them first outside of the network marketing profession. And then I challenge them inside the network marketing profession. It starts with what you just talked about right there is it's the vision. That's where the desire comes from. That's where the perspective comes from. That That's the association of, look, you know, why, why would one go to the gym and work out if there's so much pain? Well, because there's got to be a greater association to pleasure. Why would one go and get rejected in network marketing a hundred times and get three or four yeses, right? And of course you get a lot more yeses than that, but three or four real yeses where they're actually really engaged in the business unless there's more pleasure on the other side. Mm-hmm. They're not. So everything begins with the vision. You can't outdiscipline discipline a bad vision. You just can't. Your why has to be stronger than your mood swings because some of you are pretty, meat, right? It's like we, we just have to learn to discipline those disappointments and we have to learn to create that. And so it, everything just begins with the why. So with that why, there's two questions everyone's challenging and asking themselves. Number one, Craig, can I do what you're doing? Can I, can I do what you're doing? So they're trying, to, they're trying to figure it out and that's why we're so big on, Craig is and I am, on simplicity. Second question is, okay, I believe that I can do what you're doing. Is it worth it? Yep. That's it. Those are the only two questions everyone's asking themselves. Can I do it? Is it worth it? Because they may say, sure, I could go get rejected 100 times, but now all of a sudden their fears are coming. Oh, my goodness. Fear of being judged. Fear of inadequacy. Fear of success. Fear of failure. Fear of rejection. Fear. All these different fears are coming up, right? These limiting beliefs. I really want to go through all that pain. And you're like, give them the vision, right? Again, back to the vision. <laughs> yeah, if you saw, and this is not in a braggy way, this is an empowering way. If you saw Craig's lifestyle and Craig, if you could live right in Craig's shoes and have his life for a year, you would do whatever it takes. Even if it took you five years of getting your butt kicked, you yeah. would do whatever it takes. But see, he's got that clear vision. He had that clear vision. And that's why he was willing to go through walls to make it. So that's why the first step is just that as far as the Conqueror's formula of having that clear vision. Now, let me clarify. And I think you'd agree with this, Craig. I think sometimes people overdo it in the sense of it it grows to that. But the newest person, when they start, we're like, hey, does does your why make you? Cry and they're like, "Whoa, mate! I- I'm just like trying to make my money back. You're a little weird, right?" And so, at the beginning, we have to understand it's stair stepping them into things. So, at the beginning, it's first, it's they want to make their money back. So, we're getting them into action, right? Then, after that, a couple hundred dollars a month. Then it starts to grow and expand the vision. Can I do it? Is it worth it? New levels, new devils, right? And so, I think it's important that we understand that. All of these things are important, but it's, it's, it's bit by bit. It's piece by piece. It's not everything all at once. You're not, you're not ready for certain things. It's like, you know, this is pretty graphic, maybe extreme example, but Craig, I'm not, I'm not we call it the birds and the bees. I'm not gonna talk to you when you're three years old about, you know, what, it, what happens with, with uh, you know, two individuals being able to have kids right yeah. not ready yet not ready yet it's like no that's no but later right a little <laughs> bit different so process
1: yeah, yeah time is everything i get that i remember it, i guess it's always good to be grounded because you know uh, you know your experience and knowledge the further we climb the further we see but we also need to I mean, I, i've been really lucky to have mentors you know particularly like my mum, who was a mentor of mine that's how i stumbled into the business and always saying to me hey look son sometimes you got to get in the lift and get back down to the ground floor, keep it simple, get to the basics. Because you can almost overdevelop yourself and sometimes you start getting into that world of jargon and and maybe personal development that, as you said, people may not be ready for. But I love that, you know, if you're why making you cry. I absolutely love that, mate, brilliant.
2: (laughs) And later it's good, it's good if it's that deep. It should be, right? But we just have to understand that sometimes we focus way too much on the plan for the plan of the plan of the plan and we want their vision to be so big. And it's just, it's, it's bit by bit. It's piece by piece. I mean, most people don't start, like for me, I play tennis. Most kids don't start. They've never played. And they're going to be a professional. They may say it, but they don't believe it. Mm -hmm. It starts with, you know, yeah, I just want to see if I like it. And then it's like, Oh, I want to get a little better. Ooh, I want to be a little more competitive and it grows and expands and it's no different. And it's everything. It's a success principle. It's everything in life.
1: Definitely. Hey, look, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask you something for those that um, I guess that you know are connected to passion to succeed around the world, whether it be on the podcast show or on the page where we're going to we're going to stream this. um, You know, for those that aren't already involved in network marketing, what would your what would your kind of heartfelt message? Why now? Why network marketing? Why now?
2: Yeah, I look at it right now and I look at the direction everything's headed. And first and foremost, jobs are just being automated more and more. So I'm not ripping on jobs at all. Jobs are absolutely necessary. And if you love your job, more power to you. I loved teaching tennis and running a tennis club. But what actually I liked, I thought I loved, I liked teaching tennis, running a tennis club. But what I truly loved was spending time with the family and traveling the world and all of those things it wasn't possible. Where I was that? I made good money, but it wasn't even close. I, I made more money in, in good months last year than I did an entire year running a tennis club. I made good money there, but it was just different. So it was the association with money. So the first thing is is that. The next thing, when you look at that as far as job goes, I always say rich people think long term, poor think short term. Spiritually, financially, physically, mentally, in all aspects of life. So. In most jobs, it's like you hit a ceiling because the job, the goal of the employer is to get you to do the most amount and pay the least possible. Mm -hmm. So they're profitable. The goal of the employee is to do the least amount and get paid the most possible. I'm generalizing. (laughs) Kind of screwed up though. And so people like their creative brains get shut down where they're literally living groundhog day. Every single day of their lives. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Work same time. Done with work, same time. Go to lunch, same places, right? Come home, like watch, watch the telly, like same amount of time, same shows. Like it's just like groundhog day. Holidays come. Where are we going? So I would say looking at the direction of it, why would you not want to create some sort of passive or residual income that just continually keeps coming in? I mean, I don't know how it is out there, but In the U.S., you think of residual or passive income. Okay, so you're going to go buy real estate. You have to put 20% down here, Mm -hmm. minimum. So if I buy a $200,000 property, I put $40,000 down, and I hope to cash flow a couple hundred bucks a month, and I pray, pray, pray that those that are in the place are making their payments and not causing problems and breaking crap, right? Because they're not going to treat it as their own. And I know because I own real estate. Yes. I'm not saying it's a bad investment. It's a great investment. Mm-hmm. But my point is, is in network marketing, you get to get rid of the risk of spending hundred plus thousand dollars to start a business. And now you just get to focus on your skills. And you also get help from people that have made insane amounts of money. Where else do you get where they're incentivized and they're excited to help you? I think the problem is, is people have this association to network marketing because they hear these huge stories to getting rich quick. And then it's treated as net lottery ticket marketing. So how many times, Craig, do you have someone whining because after six months they're making $400 a month? And I'm like, in a real business, you don't turn a profit for three years in a real business. If you made a thousand dollars after year one, you're, you're celebrating this is huge. But in network marketing after a year, if you've made $3,000 total, you're like, I'm such a failure. This is so hard. This is not working, right? We're drama kings and queens. And so yeah. if you treat this like a real business, I can't make guarantees. But I believe some of you it may be two years. Some of you it may be five years. So what? Let's just say five years. If it took you five years to create a strong enough residual income that you never had to work another day in your life, what would that be worth to you? priceless. Right? I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's just, it's everything. That's why I'm just so passionate and you develop your skills. I'm a better father, husband, leader person because of it. Yeah. Done wrong. It's your biggest nightmare. We don't have to be like the weirdos that do it wrong that you see, right? There's all those. You can do it and be a good human being and a normal person. I haven't severed friendships or relationships at all. I approach them with respect. Excitement, passion, urgency, but in the end, I let them know, whatever decision you make is good. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Amateurs convinced, experts sift and sort. Yep. So I'm just telling you, I don't know why anyone wouldn't be part mm-hmm. of a network marketing company. Like I can't think of anything. I think it's gonna help you in all aspects of life. I think it's gonna help you for networking and whatever else you're doing. And that's your greatest insurance policy is, it's your skills and your network, right? Everything else, like. You don't know, I've seen people that have had jobs for 30 years and then all of a sudden they're just let go and there's pretty much no severance. And they were so loyal to them. So that's just my perspective.
1: Hey, look, sits well with me. I think, you know, I mean, certainly here in the, in the UK and, and Europe, you know, people are, are, you know, from my experience undervalued, underpaid. And I think it's that mentality, isn't it? it? You know, you're not being stereotypical, but generally an employee does try and get away with doing as little as possible for as much as possible. But I guess we, we live in that microwave society, Rob, where people do want instant gratification and, you know, but it's getting that understanding and getting people to have that vision in five years. If it took you five years, would it be worth it? Hell yeah. But I guess, you know, going back to what you said at the beginning, people compare their stories when they're on step one and two to somebody who's on step twenty twenty one, 21, maybe. And 100%. A
2: they do. And, and I think also with it, I've kind of tried to study like, why don't people see it? Cause I may be someone that's delusionally optimistic. So I get a clear vision and I'm just prideful, stubborn, committed, I don't know if they're all the same in some ways, but then I'm just all in no matter what. But I think that, I think this is, this was a big insight that I actually put in this book is the fear of the unknown. Because they're not sure when it's gonna happen or if, that's where they, they start to panic and their insecurities set in. If you were to tell them, Craig, if they knew like 100% for sure five years from now, they're gonna go from no money, but then all of a sudden it's gonna click in, and in year five, they're gonna be financially done, I think most would do it. Why are people willing to become doctors and attorneys and go spend, I mean, you think about the amount of years, sometimes 12 years, and then you think about the amount of debt that they have after, it's a 20-year process sometimes to be able to pay off that debt, but they're okay with it because they know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the biggest thing when we're conveying to people is, yes, it's hard having the unknown, right? But that's where the strength also comes from. That's where the the risk is well worth it in it. And and that's something I've always tried to convey.
1: Yeah. yeah I remember someone telling me years ago, I think it goes back to – Rome, April two. Well, no, be October two thousand and one. So I remember this guy was uh, really successful, and you kind of want to spend your your time kind of asking questions. And I never forget the stories and the moments I had. And he said to me, "If you were guaranteed the, you know, the the income, the house, the car, the family, the freedom, the adventure, how hard would you work?" And it's almost that same thing. Is it's that knowing that the outcome is there. So, so tell us a little bit more about, about this book, uh, Rob. I know we're, we're under some time constraints because uh, I know you've got this uh, adventure. Yeah, yeah, no, um, We're
2: good. When um, does it go live? What's the, what's the plan? Yeah, so the book is officially live now. It's been live for, it was pre-order and then it just started shipping out about two weeks ago. So if you oh. go to www.thegameofconquering.com, then that's where www.thegameofconquering.com, and it's on there. I actually ship it for free. So I don't care because I'm, I'm all about just the karma influence. I know in the end, it'll come back hundredfold, but I actually lose money when I ship it to the UK, which is totally cool with me between my shipper paying for the book, right? And then the shipping cost, it's like I lose money, but I don't care because in the end, I don't believe I'll lose money. I believe that, you know, I'll make a difference and, and I love it. So the premise of this book was what's the first book everyone should read in Network Marketing? I didn't feel like it existed, including my own book, including some of my friends who have phenomenal books. Eric Worre, GoPro, phenomenal. Fraser Brooks, incredible book. Him and I talk 10 times a day, literally. Mm -hmm. But I thought, all of these books are great, but Mindset Will Eat Skills and Systems for Breakfast. And I don't know a book that's well-known that's focused on network marketing and mindset. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, how can I give mindset, but also give tangible takeaways like like i said the conquered formula only gave you the first one and there's three more to it how can i give people the income producing activities and so what i did is i started out with what are the top fears network marketers have i had several hundred serious network marketers respond to this survey this poll that i did they listed 30 fears and i took the top five that were voted on and i wrote the entire book based on them and then as you heard a little bit of, of my speech um in the uk this last year is what i did is i identified are you a victim survivor conquer inside each one of the five fears and i gave real examples and real solutions and takeaways specific to network marketing to help you to have it and i can i can tell you this i i have probably every week now a couple six and seven figure owners tell me that they were in the survivor's mindset last year and didn't even realize it and so I go through all of that, of what it takes, because good leaders have vision, great leaders give vision. So my goal is to help you to have a greater vision, but also to help you to convey and communicate this to your teams. Because as we talked about, look, if you don't give them the right mindset and don't help them with the right vision. All the skills and systems, and look, I'm huge on skills and systems. Yeah. I teach them a ton, yeah, but just- not, they're not even going to get there, right? hmm
1: yeah, 100 percent with you. I think skills and systems are always, always evolving. It's like right at the beginning when we were chatting; it's the then impri- timeless sign of fundamentals and the mindsets that you know the inspire the inspiration that that kind of why factor that's going to drive us to do the things that others will not do, to have the things others will not have. I guess. And now I'm I'm with you 100. percent I love that because I think mindset, motivation, and uh, is my thing because I think you know skills and systems you know are always going to be there. The tools. Uh, you know, always evolving. You look at how we operate on social media now, very different to how we would have operated on social media five, six years ago, or even five months ago. Um, but the mindset to implement that and have the dedication and the purpose and, you know, the commitment is, is key. So that's really, really cool. So the game of conquering.com. And yeah. um, Hey mate, well, let's hope that this, uh, this podcast doesn't bankrupt you for a short period of time. <laughs> well it's, oh, it's about let's, let's do
2: it I've, I've loved nothing more i promise i know it comes full circle and yeah i'm just so excited and passionate about it and it's uh it's been it's been a ton of fun and it's fun chatting and working with you and uh, i'm excited for us to do more i'm gonna have to have you on when i get back in town have you hop on my podcast it's network marketing breakthroughs with rob spray I just looked at it today i just started a couple months ago five months ago Feels like a couple months, but uh, 75 countries have listened to it now and your content is so good. I'm going to have you hop on there and, pleasure. and you're going to smash it. It's going to be so fun.
1: Hey buddy. Well, look, I am uh, in awe. I'm really grateful for your time. I know you're really busy. Have the most amazing adventure with your beautiful family. And um, I will look forward to connecting with you soon buddy and uh, hey guys um, really it's a pleasure of mine to introduce you to Rob if you've never stumbled across this awesome guy before check him out gameofconquering.com and what was that podcast again sorry I've not written it down Network Marketing Breakthroughs with Rob Sperry beautiful Rob have a great afternoon mate you're a legend and appreciate your time
0: if you enjoyed today's show we would appreciate it if you would like most people share through social media then subscribe rate and provide a review over at iTunes and SoundCloud That's all for today. Thank you for joining us. The Passion to Succeed show is brought to you by passiontosucceed.com. Get over to the website, subscribe and join the community of passionate people.